Yeah, you know. It's your boy. Listen, I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it? Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people and motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I'm your host, Takura, and today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine and fellow football coach trainee. He's originally from Iran, but he's a football coach, he's a referee, and he works for Middlesbrough Football Club. I'd like to introduce you all to my very good friend, Shagan. Shagan, welcome to the show. Hi, hello. I say hello to everyone and I'm really glad to be here and I hope some people can be influenced with what we are going to say today. Absolutely, Ra. I'm pretty sure you're going to have some fantastic answers and some fantastic examples to share with everyone. And I'm pretty sure people are going to enjoy your episode as well. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm Shaigan Bani Said and I'm original from Iran, as you said. I'm working for Middlesbrough Football Club, Middlesbrough Football Club Foundation. I have different roles, but like my ambition and my passion is football coaching and I'm working in football coaching as well. So the referee part is just the thing that I'd like to do to have a better perspective of football coaching, to be more involved with football, to have a better understanding what's going on the pitch, what's the perspective of the football ref about the football coach and players. So it can help me much better as a football coach in further that I want to explain things to my player, explaining the situations. I can really feel it and explain it better to my players. So I've done the football refereeing only because of that, but my ambition, my passion and my profession is football coaching. Absolutely, Ro, absolutely. And I can see you've already pretty much answered the first two questions of today's podcast, actually. So <laughs> you've jumped the gun a little bit there, but which is okay. So, you know, I like the fact that, you know, you want to understand, you know, coaching and football from a referee's perspective as well, because it's so easy to look at things one-sided, but you want to have the perspective of a football coach and the perspective of a referee so that all of the decisions you make in future are balanced and they take into consideration everything that's happening, you know, from the coach's perspective and the referee's perspective and the player's perspective as well. So, you know, that's very good that you're encapsulating all three. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about balance. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the balance, you know, so that's very good, you know, so we'll jump straight into the next question then, bro, and, you know, who would you say has inspired you and has made a positive impact on you? I can't answer to that question. It was many people, very important people in my life, but the most thing that inspired me in my life was pain. So I've learned from pain and the pain I have felt and I have suffered has encouraged me to do better and gave me motivation to don't give up because when you feel pain, when you're suffering from the pain, it tells you you're half away there. When I was suffering pain in that situation, when I was struggling for things I wanted to have, that pain noticed me that I'm half away there. And it's like, I mean, we have been told as a luck, as a football coach, as being involved with the FA and a federation, we have been told we should not say such things in the medias for social rules and things. But let me be honest with you, 
For example, when you are in a fight, when someone gives you the first punch, you won't just stay and like watch him. You are going to give him that punch back. And the pain was like that for me when I was suffering pain. I said, okay, I won't cry for giving up. I will cry for continuing. So that pain, that things trying to stopping me from reaching my goals, they gave me very good motivation and they encouraged me to continue. So I've learned and I've inspired with the pain. So. I mean, I, I like what I have in my past. I really like them because they help me to get here where I am. And also, I will remind, uh, remember them to have enough encourage for where I want to go. Absolutely, bro. And, you know, I agree with you. You know, on the journey to success as well, you know, there are trials and tribulations. And like you said, the, the moments of pain are the periods where we become stronger. And, you know, we build up the resilience to keep pushing and keep wanting to reach our end goal or one of the many goals that we want to achieve when we go into things. So, you know, I I agree with what you're saying. So, you know, with that, you know, what, what experience would you say you've gone through that has shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? I can say when I was in a bad situation and like I came to this country as a less fortunate person. So very early that I was in this country, I had nothing in my pocket. I had nothing in my life, but only my dreams. And many people had helped me to go through the way that I have to pass for being successful in my dreams and achieving my goals. And that's positively that feedback that I have get from the people when I was telling them about my dreams. And well, they was my dreams like two years ago, but they became goal after that. So when I was telling different people about my goals, they've done everything they could to help me with that. So that showed me that's proof that still positively exists in the world and in people. So I'm trying my best to give that a bit as I can, give it a bit back to the local area and to the people has kindly helped me and gave me the opportunities to start working in my dream job. And I mean, they didn't avoid to help me. It was really different working path, but they've done everything that they can help me to get settled. And that's a really great point that you still can see such a things in this world and with the people. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And I really like your, your story so far. And how, you know, you've, you've come from a difficult situation, but you've received that support and then that's helped you build yourself up and obviously work towards what you're passionate about, what you've dreamed about doing for years upon years, you know. So is there anyone in particular, you know, you'd like to thank at this time, you know, from the people you've worked with who've made a, a positive and helped you get to the next level? I mean, there are so many people I don't want to name one because I might miss one name and it will, it will be disappointing. But there are so many people they had a huge effect in my job, in my, what I'm having now. So everyone in Middlesbrough Football Club, Middlesbrough Football Club Foundation, the FA County, all the coaches in the local area and all the reps who are involved with football with the grassroots or the professional level, they have helped me a lot. And I don't want to name a single one, but it was a whole group, whole people, whole community that I have seen that desire in them that they want to help me. And I'm really grateful about that. I'm so glad to be able to give something back to them. I'm trying my best when I'm teaching their children and their, I'm leading their teams can bring them success and happiness. So that's the only thing I can do, but it doesn't totally make it up for them. They have given me a lot. And I'm trying to give back a bit as I have the ability for that. 
Absolutely, bro. You know, and, and I guess that's the most valuable thing is, you know, you've been given the knowledge of how to build yourself, but you want to then give that back to the people who've helped you grow into the to the greater community, which is a lot more valuable and a lot more sustainable because it builds that lasting effect. So I think I would mention this in previous episode of my podcast with my previous guest, John, but it's that generational wealth, isn't it? So you've gained the knowledge and now you want to pass that knowledge onto the next generation per se so you want it to be a continuous process and you want there to be a consistency and for everything you learn you're learning something new as well yeah exactly it's exactly how it works for example my english tutor so i haven't been speaking a very good english when uh, very early i came to england i mean i don't speak very good english now as well but i improved a lot but the tutor that helped me to learn english after a while, I found out her son is one of my participants. So I was her participant. She tried to help me and uh, with the knowledge she gave me, with the capacity she had seen in me and helped me to improve my English. She helped me to become a football coach. And then I was a football coach. I was coaching her son. So it's how it works. I have been given something and I try to give it to someone else. And it's how it works. Yeah, and that's a good example as well, because you see how interconnected we are, like from that example, you know, she was helping you with your English. And, you know, you're a very good speaker, bro. You're a very good speaker. Oh, thank you. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. You should always give yourself a pat on the back because, you know, your English is very good. And, you know, you've now then helped her son also get better at football, get a better understanding of it and grow as a footballer as well. So in a way, you know, we're all helping each other. Yeah, I find my English to football. So I've learned most of my English from football. I was every day. My first priority was like watch as much as football as I can and like watching much of the day, watching the interviews, reading them and like reading a lot of books about football, about the football coaching, the biographies and everyday's daily news. So I have been reading them and I would suggest them to some people that they can't speak English. So I had to translate for them as well. So it helped me to learn English, but it's still a very big capacity that I have to be improved on that. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And, you know, on that, you know, from the inspirational people, you know, you're building up. And at some point, you know, when you do become a football coach, you'll be able to help those who are not so good at English as well. So not only are you helping players develop themselves on the pitch, but you're also developing their communication skills, English speaking skills off the pitch as well. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's what our group doing at the moment. I mean, uh, before the lockdown, we used to do some English courses, some English classes every Friday at MAP organization in Middlesbrough City Center. So every Friday we have been giving a one hour of English course to the people who are arrived to this country with no ability of speaking English. So some of them, they are my football players that they are playing in my own team. When we are doing the football welcome sessions, the club together sessions, which is for immigrated people and some refugees. So I'm coaching that team and some of my players are coming to my courses off the pitch as well for learning English. We have some native speakers that they are teaching there and I'm also working with them to be a bridge between the cultures and the languages. So some of them are speaking my own language, speaking the common language with me. Even if they don't, they feel so close to me and they know how I teach because they are my football players and I used to coach them in the pitch and so off the pitch, I'm trying my best to give them as much as I can. Absolutely. 
you, bro. And, and you know what? You, you, you're doing a fantastic job of that. So, you know, I give you the kudos you need, man. And keep pushing, bro. And, you know, you'll get there in the end. And hopefully one day, you know, you'll make it all the way to the top. And I see you in the Premier League or, you know, even in any top league. So I'm definitely sure you'll get there. Hopefully, hopefully that's a goal. Yes, yes, it is. And we work towards it. Yeah, of course. So with that, right, moving on to the next question is, you know, can you tell our listeners from everything you've gone through, how you've overcome some of the challenges you faced in, in your life so far? I can't say I overcome in any challenges with my passion. I guess it's all about passion. Anything happens to me, anything I do, anything I want to do, anything I decide to do, even from a really small job, like from tidy up my room or a very big job to coaching a football team i'm trying to do that with passion so when you do things with passion when a problem comes you're thinking of uh, sorting that problem out like for thinking of a solution not thinking of giving up so when you got enough passion you can overcome everything and that's it with passion it's everything is possible absolutely man you know when you believe in something strongly it can never drift you off that end goal even if i know in situations it's never a straight line and you may have to go along some curved roads but as long as you never lose sight of the end goal and like what you're saying the passion encapsulates that and helps you stay determined and focused so and then that helps you overcome challenges that's a very good one yeah exactly yeah i mean passion is what i always insist for like how bad you want something how bad you want your goals and how thirsty you are for victory how starving are you for continuous success so i tell you with no exaggeration if you don't have enough passion nothing will be achieved and like we all know people who have like rare skills like creative ideas or golden talents but they could never take a single step forward yeah that's disappointing i mean what's more disappointing that the saddest thing than that the saddest thing in life is like a wasted talent i don't see anything more disappointing in life the saddest thing in life is wasted talent so i mean if you don't have enough passion nothing's gonna happen you need to do everything you do with a huge passion a huge passion so that's how it works there is no other way for that Absolutely, bro. And it's about giving it your all every single time. You believe in it, give it your all and never be half-hearted because that's when people tend to pull back. You know, when you're in there and you're fully committed, even when things get tough, you know, you see it out to the end. And, you know, a lot of the time when we stick to our guns and we persist, when we eventually succeed, you feel like you've accomplished an exceptional thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like, there are many successful people that they became successful only because of their passion with less amount of talent or less amount of skills. That's the only thing that you don't give up in any situation when things get tight. You shouldn't get disappointed. I mean, even if you don't say everyone, but most of the successful people you know, and we know, they have reached that point with a huge passion that they have to achieve their goals and success and still can't getting enough i mean even if you can't figure out your passion even if you can't figure out your purpose try to do what you love and that's helping you to find your passion and with passion you can figure out your purpose so if you find your passion what passion is it will lead you to your purpose and it will lead you and guiding you catching your goals and to set goals for yourself so being passionate being faithful and working hard then everything is possible for you and everything is achievable. 
Absolutely, bro. You're dropping some real gems today, man. I love it. So the next thing, you know, as you said, when we're working through, we have to have a passion and we have to thrive and we have to go through the ups and the downs to get where we are. And in some cases, right, there's some cases where we don't achieve what we want to achieve. You know, what would you say is the most important or most valuable lesson about going through a failure? If you want to go through failure, I guess failure is a significant part of success. That's, they are kind of opposite words, but they are involved to each other. So they are so related. Um, success is walking from a failure to a failure with no loss of passion. A winner is a loser who has tried one more time. I would say you have also to know how to convert loss to victory. The key of winning is understanding the loss and like hate losing, really hating that. If you lose, you should see that you lost. If you lose, you should see that you lost. You should feel that you lost. You should have it in mind that you lost. It's not just like putting the loss on behind and move on. It doesn't work like that. I mean, you have to learn from losing. Like losing without learning from that is simply unacceptable. So if you just lose in anything even if you take a very small step if you lose on that you have to learn from that because it's a bridge to victory failure is so important to me i hate losing anything i do even in the training i hate losing even if i do a very simple step even i'm playing games i hate losing you have to have that mindset but in the same time losing is acceptable but losing with no lesson from that no learning from that is unacceptable, simply unacceptable. So even if you lost, it helps you to a greater victory. It helps you to learn from mistakes. What if you have that mindset? What if you lose one time and you give up? I wouldn't admire you. But if you lost 10 times for doing the same try, I would admire you. It noticed me that you have stand up nine times and try it again so it's so important failure is so important as i said failure is a major part of success everyone goes through failure in their life in their tries and in their careers so only the people who try one more time only the people that's learning from their mistakes their people don't give up don't get disappointed and people who hate losing you might lose it happens for everyone even in the top level of football for the greatest football managers for the greatest players they might lose but the day the year after they would come back with a greater passion, with the many lessons that they have learned from that loss. So you might lose, but you have to learn from that. And that's what it takes to a great victory. Absolutely, bro. And you've hit the nail on the head spot on, man. Like It's about going through that one failure and learning from it and then using that to continue on and become better. And you found that maybe one way you tried to execute what you want to do didn't work. You've got instant feedback. So you're trying, you're now trying a different approach and it's helping you learn more and more. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You just should learn from your mistakes and don't giving up. Don't giving up. Commitment, consistency is so important. Without them, it's impossible to achieve anything. 
Absolutely, man. You've highlighted two C's there, commitment and consistency. We've got to stay on the ball. They are so important. Yeah, they are the keys. <laughs> the keys, like a major key. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you've absolutely nailed it on there, you know. So with that, bro, you know, as we progress forward, I know at the moment, you know, we're kind of delayed because of what's happening in the world, unfortunately. And hopefully things will become better sooner rather than later. But, you know, what would you say excites you about the future going forward? The only thing that excites me about the future, they are my goals that it's not enough. Many people, they have big goals, but it's not like exciting as much as need to be for motivating you. What motivates me and what excites me every day is the jobs and the works I do on a daily basis. So, I mean, it's mostly related to the self-discipline and like what I have to do every day, the commitments I have, the promises that I have made with myself. They are exciting me when I'm doing them every day, even if they are small things. So they are exciting me a lot for greater and brighter future because you have made promises to yourself on a daily basis. You are doing them now and you are successful on them, even though they are so small steps, but you are still doing them. So it tells me when you made these promises, like you can't do anything else. So I have promised myself a bigger goals as well. And these small ones tells me if you could down this, you can do many more things as well. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And I think you've also captured like some of the bits of the next question, which I'll get to in a second. But it's that element of you excited about what you have going forward. And I guess for the listeners as well, we like because we all sit in different boats per se, because all of our lives are different. You know, we're all excited about different things. So it's important, like whatever we've got passionate about, it's about being excited about exploring our passions more, maybe adding on something new that helps us build and gain more confidence and gain more skills in whatever we're passionate about and gain new passions as well so you've pretty much broken that down very very well so you know with the next question which you've kind of answered you know what helps you you know stay focused and productive when you're completing an activity yeah it's kind of the same answer but i go quite a bit more this time self-discipline is the answer self-discipline is necessary for everything you do in your life you have to be self-disciplined. Yes, you have to change your mind and like make it clear for yourself what is the priority in your life and how bad you want that priority. So fully focus on that. Find out what are the steps needed, planning your routes and like just do that. That's it. When you plan your route, that's just doing that on a daily basis. So take small steps every day. It should be your priority when you wake up. It should be your first priority and until you go back to bed and dreaming for tomorrow and you are excited for tomorrow doing the same things or what you have planned for the day after to make you closer to your plans, to your goals and achieving success you want. So it's how you welcome self-discipline. You need to welcome self-discipline in your life. And also, you have to discover what you enjoy, what you enjoy on a daily basis. So you have to find out times for working hard, but you still need sometimes to chill out and having and doing what you really enjoy apart from your goal. You obviously enjoy what you are doing to make you closer to your goals, but you have to have rest and doing what excites you on a daily basis. It might be spending time with family, it might be watching a good movie, it might be having a good food in a restaurant. So with all them together, when you have the balance, you can like, stay focused and like be able to complete your activity. 
Absolutely, bro. And, you know, it's that discipline that helps build up the momentum, doesn't it? So, like you said, with something as small as cleaning up your room, if you manage to do that and get consistent at it, when you take that energy you've built up from that activity and try it on something you are passionate about, you slowly begin to gain confidence that you can do it consistently and in a committed fashion. And from there, it grows, doesn't it? So you become better and better and better, which is the, the ultimate aim for all of us, isn't it? Yeah, it's just kind of promising to yourself. I mean, it's kind of a bar to your mind. If you can't winning the war against your mind, your own mind, you can't win any war in your life. So, and I mean, it's that's horrible. The most shameful failure in the life is the defeat against your own mind. So if you promise to yourself, I will do something tomorrow. And then you wake up the day after you don't even remember that you are not in the mood. So what happened since the last night? You set an alarm to wake up, being full of energy and go through the things one by one. But when you are wake up, you just don't feel for that. So what happened when you've been sleeping? I mean, it shouldn't happen. So if it happens, it's the most horrible. It's so shameful to be defeated by your own mind. I can't accept that. It's simply unacceptable for me. You should to have self-discipline to be able to defeat that. If you want to be successful, you should want it as bad as you want to breathe. So it's not possible to be say, oh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to do that. It helps me to get closer to my goals. Even it's losing weight or anything. I'm going to run to tomorrow. I'm going to wake up half an hour earlier tomorrow. But the day after, in the best case, you just don't even remember it. So it doesn't work like that. You can't make any steps forward with that kind of mindset. You should want it as bad as you want to breathe. When you can't breathe, you just want air. So when you want success, you just should do the things bring the success to you. So you shouldn't pay attention to anything else. If you want to lose weight and you know you have to do running on the daily basis, you can't say, okay, I want to do that and I want to lose weight. It's like, I want to breathe, but I don't want any air around me. So it's not possible. It's like, what you're talking about? Like, I had taking showers, but I like being clean and fresh. So it doesn't work like that in this world. Nothing works like that. Many people want to go, everyone actually wants to go to heaven, but they don't like to die. So it's just a dreaming and you have to make your dreams. You have to convert your dreams to a goal and then planning a route for that, planning good routes for that and doing them on a daily basis consistently. And it's only with self-discipline that it's possible to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I think as well, like with that, we have all of these ambitions and stuff. So it's also about getting started on something and not drowning your mind in the thought of it. Because I think once you start doing it, it can be anything, you, you get instant feedback instead of the thought of it consistently thinking okay what if this happens what if that happens when you're actually doing it you're thinking in the moment and as you're completing activities whatever it might be you know you're getting instant feedback and you're seeing okay this works but this doesn't work let me try this approach so your mind then becomes productive in the sense that it's always looking for a better way to do things and you're not thinking about that you doing that task you're actually doing it but you're thinking about how to make it better for yourself as well Yes, and you just 
need to take the actions. Like with no actions, you won't understand what's wrong and, and what's helping you. So you just need to take the actions and like give it a try, give it a free shot. Most of the times it's going to work. When you give it five tries, you finally find out what suits you more, what's a better plan for you, what's a better route for you. And you keep doing that. You just need to be courage to take the action. And like if you wait every day for a right time to do things, it would never come. Success is not a very big accident in the future. It's just something small that you do today. So, and you do it every day with consistency, taking the actions and leave it to time and you will get there. Absolutely, bro. And you know, with that, as you're doing all the things you've mentioned earlier with the football coaching, the training people, how to learn English, you know, the refereeing and also playing football on the side, you know, doing all those things at the same time, it can be stressful at times. So can you tell our, our listeners about ways you work through that, like how you overcome and you handle stress? Uh, the only thing can give me stress in life is having no freedom. I think it could be there. It could be very same for everyone, almost everyone. Having no freedom gives you stress. So freedom means don't having control on what you're doing. Don't having control on your own life. So most of the time, it's not like external accidents that's big controlling us. It's like the inner side that's the internal part that's controlling us in the wrong way. So when I have self-discipline, it means I have control on my own life and I don't let anything, any external external thing affecting my situation, affecting my mood, affecting my abilities. So whenever I have self-discipline and I feel I have control on what I'm doing and what I'm not doing, I feel no stress. So if you have control on your mind, I mean, happiness to me, I think that would be a fact for everyone. Happiness means order in mind. When I have order in my mind, I have happiness. And when I have happiness, I don't have no stress. So also when I'm stressful, I'm trying to have a flashback in my mind. Why am I doing this? What's the point of doing that? I started this path to be happy. I was passionate about that thing. It was my dream job because I felt it gives me happiness. So if I wanted to be so stressful on that, it doesn't bring me any happiness and there's no point on doing that. So that's the way I call myself. But on a daily basis, I can tell you it's only order and order in my mind that give me happiness and all the stress from me. Yeah, so you know, I can see where you're coming from. You know, it's about the peace of mind because essentially a lot of the things we do, it starts in the mind. And like you said, you alluded to this earlier. You know, we need to be winning the battle with our minds. But I would say it's not necessarily a battle. It's like we come to terms with our thoughts and we learn to live with them and we learn to focus on what on the thoughts that matter, not the ones that are not that triggered in moments of stress or anything else. It's about focusing on the things that make us happy like you said the passion we have and making sure that the things we're thinking about bring us happiness and peace of mind as well yeah exactly uh, order in mind is so important to me when i have order in my mind everything is all right when i don't have them when i start my day with ignoring the first thing that was on my plan i would go so stressful on that day but if i wake up i'll do the first thing i have supposed to do and it's continue like that and it's gonna be a fantastic day for me so the order it's like so important to me ordering my mind ordering my plans and doing them on order so i guess that's enough for not having stress and I don't take the situations kind of stressful because it's kind of affecting my random answer. I don't let it to be happen to me.
Exactly. I love how you're consistently looking to keep yourself on top of things. And, you know, that helps control what you're going to do and how you think about things when you're always thinking ahead, when you're always thinking of what you can do better. And that way you're you're keeping your mind focused and, and thinking about things you can improve and not so much on the things you don't have control over. So that's really, really important. And thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So, you know, with the next thing, you know, what would you say are your strongest qualities and what would you like to teach somebody who may be interested in learning? It's like I can't share them with people, but it's not teachable. People should discover them. It's in everyone, so they only need to discover that. Actually, most people go through their lives, they never discovering what their talent is. And like don't discovering and you should discover your talents and nurture them. Take care of them, like take care of your talents and like have self-discipline and work hard and like I show you everything gonna be happen to you. There is nothing unachievable if you're doing that so for myself that is my three qualities would be my positivity so i'm a positive person i would try my best to see the positive side of everything and in the same time i'm so ambitious that's a great quality that helped me to get where i am so i always dream big set a big goals for myself so if i don't achieve that goals i at least get close to them and it's much more better than setting small goals so, I mean, a failure in a big goal is much better than for me to be successful in a small goal. So, I would say ambitious is a very important quality of mine. And also, I'm taking actions. For me, that's very important. When you feel something is right, when you feel something should be done, you have to take the action. You shouldn't leave it with time and say, I will wait for the right time for that. If you feel that's correct. That should to be done. Just do it. And it's so important. Absolutely, bro. And, you know, th- you've highlighted some fantastic qualities there, you know, some in line with POTN. So that's fantastic to see as well. So I like how you said, you know, you're, you're, you're proactive in the sense and you keep yourself in an ambitious mindset so that you're always looking to achieve a new goal and, and be better and become better. And like a lot of the things, I think a lot of people, you know, it's about staying positive and maintaining a positive attitude can help you get through the roughest of times. And, you know, when you come out of there, you you become even more positive that you manage to stay positive in that moment so i don't know if, if you get what i'm saying like because I've, I've used the word positive a lot of times <laughs> so you know you, you see like you're building up your fortress of solitude and you're making it stronger with every new experience as you stay positive as you be ambitious and you always become better you're adding a new element to yourself that makes you better as a person and you have to be proactive about these things you know you can't wait you're making things happen which is also positive as well yeah uh, i mean still you have to always do a little extra as well so if you want to take actions if you want to do things always do a little extra it gives you the power it gives you the courage that you can do bigger things and it keeps you commitment so if you are an athlete always do an extra set if you're educating always uh, review your books once once more it's so important when i'm coaching a team when i'm running a session when i'm planning for that always double check it i'm always trying to make it a little bit better a little bit more creative a little more helpful 
So I always have the second, the third, and the fourth review on my session. That little extra work gives you enough encourage to do bigger things and make you keeps you commitments to what you want to actually do. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, if you do something only because you love it, I mean, if you would like to do something only because you love it, you are an amateur. But if you do want to do something, you should be a professional, and you are professional when you would do it regardless of whether you are in the mood or you are not in the mood if you feel like it or you don't just have to take actions when they need to be happened and when you need they need to be taken so it's always that extra work and that daily basis works so go on a routine do the things needs to be done and do some extra and even whether you are in the mood or you are not in the mood that's what makes you a professional that's what separates a professional from an amateur yeah the ability to consistently keep doing things even if they're not in the best mindset and like condition you manage to do it that's very very important yeah it's it's just kind of again it's i have to say that again it's kind of a self-discipline again so you don't see any successful person being successful with having no self-discipline. Some people might be successful by accident. There are a few examples. But if they don't have that self-discipline, they won't last long. And I can't call them like successful persons, successful people. To maintain the self-discipline, maintain the discipline, the order on a daily basis, that makes the difference that uh, separates successful from only an accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you want to build on that and become better. So, you know, as you alluded to earlier when you said, you know, you put in extra effort and, you know, you're constantly in a phase of building yourself. Is there anything new you're looking to learn in the future? It can be a skill, it can be a technique, it can be anything. I'll kind of answer this question, uh, the last one. People just should discover what they have in themselves. So you have to discover your talent first. I mean, to being successful, we already have have what it takes in our own so you just need to improve them you just need to develop them uh, it's nothing to learn something from a to z again it's just after you discovered it after you find that and nurtured your talent you're gonna make it wider so you're gonna develop that and put something on that it up with the day the newest knowledge so i always trying to learn the newest knowledge mostly in football coaching as you better know so you are involved with football as well and i know you are doing football coaching courses as well so there is no football coaching book to be featured in the top level of football so if you go to ufaa courses or ufa pro courses they don't teach any book it's because football changed every day even from the day that they release the book the day after it's too old to be teached for about football so you have to read every day you have to learn every day to be able to make good decisions in football so that's what i'm doing i'm trying to do it on a daily basis and reading learning and finding my weaknesses and develop them improve them that's what it takes to having a unique talent that's it's like a diamond you you already have it but you need to make it the way it's bright more exactly you know you got sculpted and molded into the gym you wanted to be so yeah that's very very important and yeah like going back to what you said about the football coaching and yeah i'm excited to see how far we can get with it you know i've imagined myself on the on the touchline like giving instructions so yeah that's all to believe in that that's what i'm doing 
yeah, it was it was kind of a dream for me two years ago, but but right now it's just a goal. And whenever I'm achieving a goal, a simple goal, it makes me enough encourage. It gives me enough encourage that I can achieve that big one as well. Yeah, yeah, because it helps you. Yeah, that's very good. Thank you. Hope hope it's for you as well. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And you will, man. You will get there. Yeah, hopefully we play against each other in Pyramid League someday. Yeah, yeah. You know, we keep praying and we keep working hard. <laughs> and we're going to have a flashback to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be at least 15 years later. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at, at some point it will happen and, and that will be glorious. I think me and you will have a moment where we'll probably talk for five minutes before the game and people will be like, oh, you guys should go to your benches, but we're talking for so long. And yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, I don't promise that. I prefer to talk to my players because I want to be to your team. Yeah, oh, okay. It's it's like that then. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will offer you a handshaking after the match, but I'm not sure if you accept it after big news. Uh, if my team beats yours, bro, then, you know, I'll happily shake your hand or even give you a hug. I even talk to you for like two, three minutes afterwards. It's all right. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. You will be so busy talking to your boss then. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will ask you about the loss. Uh, I don't think it'll be that case. It'll probably finish 1-1 one, one or 2-2. Two, two, so it will be, will be in good books, bro. So, you know. Let's see. Yeah. So, so with that, bro, you know, in closing, what inspiring words would you like to tell all of the listeners who've listened on the podcast today, you know, who are looking to improve themselves? I just can't tell them to, it's so simple, it's nothing very complicated that they want to ask and they want to know. They already know what they have to do. Most of the people, they already know what they have to do, but they are not enough brave to do them. So all of them would say, we don't know what to do, where to start from. But they all know that they know what they have to do, but they're just hiding it. So the only thing they have to do is discovering and nurturing their talent and taking a very good care of that and developing that. Take care of your talent, believe in yourself and work hard. Then there are no limits to how far you can go. So I just tell them again, believing in themselves is so important. Self-discipline is so important. It's very, very important to be commitment and consistency is so important. They have just to take actions. They need to start to taking actions. It's nothing possible with dreaming. You can't say, I'm going to be like clean and fresh today, but you don't want to go to the shower. So it's not possible. You can't say, I want to become a medical doctor with not studying my books. So just taking actions, whatever you think it's the right truth and the right plan for you, just taking actions and do that on a daily basis. So it's so important. If you don't spend time to make a life you want it, you will be eventually forced to do, to living a life you don't like it. So take actions in your life, take the control. Being proactive is important. You should be proactive, not a reactive person. So many people are thinking their success is dependent on uh, like cultural basis or society, economic safety, welfare, even political conditions of the society. Well, of course, all these public parts have a rightful share in a person's success progress, but that does not mean that the lack of this part will bring you, bring the chance of success to zero. And like, we should consider our self-abilities and much more than the external situations. 
we should not see ourselves as a victim of like saying oh i'm a victim of destiny what a pity so instead of looking forward to a solution we should be look instead of that we should like look forward to the solution and seeking for a solution not only same as many people asking about other people it's not fair why does this happen to me and that's it the key of this issue or this to say the key of success in critical situations being proactive success like life isn't just a situation but it's a journey so it's a progress it's not a static it's dynamic so you have to take actions you need to change change is a fundamental base fundamental element for that so you just need to be proactive don't let anything for example no one's uh, supposed to see six months of lockdown in england because of the coronavirus but the only people they became better in this difficult time who were proactive what if you wanted to be reactive on that and like leave everything and don't taking any more forward steps and just say that's our destiny we need to get on with that you don't go any further but the people who were proactive they try to converse that straight into a opportunity so they could have a result from that they could become a better person after that they could still progress they could still be improved they could still get closer to success and that's it taking actions and taking the control on yourself no one else is responsible nothing else is responsible in your life be responsible have that responsibility to take the control and don't pay attention to anything else i guess that's enough for having a life without stress having a life full of happiness and making the goals closer to achieve Absolutely bro you've broken it down very very well about you know the discipline side and then proactively working on stuff the more you get into things the, the better you become and like you said during this difficult time a lot of people have ventured into new things and discovered new skills about themselves that they never knew before when so alluding to what you said about discovery so people taking the time to discover so I'm pretty sure everyone listening in has found something new that gained during this time and they want to build on it and you know from what you said you know it's just about staying the consistent and being disciplined and having the consistency they will get to the stage they want to get to and they'll probably even go further than that so you know thank you for sharing all of that no worries i just hope some people can be influenced what i'm actually saying and i hope them to take the control and i just want to tell them the last thing and that's it nothing going to change if you're not willing to change have that willing to change and just take the actions absolutely bro. that's some wonderful advice right there bro and <laughs> i love that you've shared all of that so we've now reached the end of today's episode of the potent podcast i'd like to thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show i'd like to thank uh, my very good friend shagan for coming on to the show and sharing his experiences and his advice thank you shagan for coming on thank you anytime make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apple spotify google podcast and on youtube i'd like to thank you all for listening in till next time be well and take care yeah crazy yeah yeah Uh, I done came up, and you can tell by the stance I'm ready, pay up my advance The bars and I ain't talking Zans My clouds are on some Peter Pan Looking like I came from France Left the thought in the trance 
Never get the bitch a chance, cause she stepped on my vans. I don't care how good you dance, or alone, keep your pants on. Huh? What you stepping on my fans for? Pay a cost a couple grand. You ain't even got the rants. You should blow me like a fan. Only way to pay me back since you stepped on my vans. That's a no no, please let all your friends know. That guy don't move, put you straight in the friends on it. You won't wanna be there when I cop a benzo, little bitch. Ayy, and I'm Uzi Vert with the shit. Yeah, my Britney fucked up, she can dip. But first take a sip and then swallow the kiss. And don't get them brats on my fresh new pair of vans. Damn it, my kicks on van. Damn, hit pebbles with long club, feeling like I'm bam, bam. I'ma make a bed rock in front of a damn fam. Hit it like a drum, bedroom sounding like a bang. Music by 3T.